Hello and welcome. It's May 16th and we are coming to you from deep within the shattered halls of Grimbatal. And I can tell by the screams of yet another party wiping on General Umbers that it's 8pm so it's time to start the Needs a Hug podcast. This is the Needs a Hug podcast. Do you need a hug? I need a hug. I need a hug. I need a hug. We need a hug. That's right. That voice you're hearing is Kazai, and I'm Belfo. And the amount of trog bones down here is truly amazing. While I find a place to sit, why don't you tell us about your week, Kaz? Well, this week I've been having a blast hitting some arenas with Wyland and Aurelia. We also got an achievement for that, and we'll tell you a little bit about that later. I've also been working on mating sea cows, stealing wolvar pups, and searching for shiny things around Sholazar Basin. So, yes, I have been working on back rep with Kaliwak and the Oracles, and I'm almost done with them, thank goodness. So, uh, Belthal, what have you been up to? Well, this uh, week, my warlock came out of the closet. Well, not that out of the closet. I just uh, started playing her again, and... I have been gearing her up, and she's now getting the last bits that she needs from the troll dungeons so that I can have a DPS that's actually worthy to bring into raids. And we'll talk about why that's important uh, a little bit later on. Well, awesome. Well, let's just uh, blow through the show real quick. So let's get right on into WoW news. What we have up is Ask the Devs number seven is out about professions with some interesting questions and answers. So why don't we just run through these real quick. What I will do is I'll read the questions and Belthol, you can be you can represent the devs and you can answer for this. So let's just jump right into it. Question Will you add more non combat or purely artistic or stat free or random effect toy slash fun slash favor items? To the professions of my choice? Yes, uh, especially considering they're some of our favorite things to add to the game. We can't promise that every profession is going to get equal amounts, but we will definitely intend to spread them out a little more evenly, except for engineering. Engineers always get the best toys. <laughs> that they do. Next question. Archaeology is supposed to be about discovering, preserving, and honoring cultural items found in order to learn more from the past. Currently, we don't do that. Instead, we are forced to coldly vendor what we don't want. No donation to a museum. No return to the races of origin. Couldn't we do something more important with these items? Can we expect more interesting stories with artifacts? Will you do something about this to make it feel like the player is getting something useful back and perhaps remove a little bit of the random part of it so it's more fun and focused? Well, originally we didn't actually intend to create items at all when you created a normal archaeology find, but that didn't feel quite right. So now we have these items that still don't feel right because you can't do anything fun with them. We're working on a more thematic and interesting way to consume the artifacts that you dig up. These would include returning them to museums for the devoted archaeologist, and the option to continue vendoring them uh, if you wish to continue your career as a cold-blooded treasure hunter. Additionally, we plan to add daily quests, a deeper story, additional skill gains, and the flexibility to focus more on a specific race. Some players may not have noticed that all artifacts actually have lore associated with them in the journal, even the grey ones. Every bit of it is genuine lore and verified by our lore masters. 
so were the Dalaran coins, of course, but not those silly romance novels. <laughs> nice. Here's another, here's a good question I thought was good. Will there be a way to distinguish profession nodes on the minimap for those of us that have two gathering professions? That's a good suggestion. We recently added the ability to see your target and focus target on the minimap, but the feedback we've received from players is that they clutter up the map too much. Coming up with unique icons that work with only a few pixels might be challenging. We'll give it a shot, though. Now, I disagree with that, as speaking as the Belfel and not as the dev here. I actually use um, Gatherer on my tunes, and they have tiny little icons for all the different things. And also, yeah. I love having that target on my minimap, because yeah. it is so nice to be able to know where that person that I'm trying to trade something to is, or that mob that just got tagged by NPC scan went. Um, all those kind of things I find absolutely great. So, I, you know, I'll take a little bit of clutter on the mini-map uh, to have that utility, I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, like I said, I, I really like this. I hope they implement it because um, I, I, I use Gatherer too. Uh, I could shoot whoever came up with the Gatherer heads-up display because it sucks. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think it clutters up the mini-map at all. But that's just me. I think the only way it would clutter up the mini-map is if you had everything checked that you could track on that mini-map. Other than that, I think it'd be great. Yeah, I guess the devs do have to uh, have, you know, sort of that in mind. Because, you know, there's always some Yahoo that's going to check absolutely everything and then complain to the devs that his map's too messy. But yeah, uh, I think that for the 99% of us who are going to be good with it, I think it is definitely something that uh, they should implement. Yeah. Well, let's move right on to the next question. And this question, we have one person in our guild that's going to absolutely hate the answer of this one. Will you provide a way to speed up the acquiring of glyphs usually acquired through research in glyph books? Glyph books, quote, glyph of book mastery, are hard to come by now that people spend so little time in Wrath of the Lich King content. Yes, we will be changing the discovery spell so that they can teach all possible glyphs, and the books will simply provide a no-cooldown method to do the same thing. Next question. Are there any plans to somehow change archaeology and fishing, which have become more notoriously tedious? Do you have plans to make archaeology more appealing, maybe with puzzles or something else? Yes, the dailies will help with fishing skill gain, and we plan to add archaeology dailies as well. We've also discussed further incentivizing fishing in pools with a faster skill gain. We would love to add a puzzle minigame to archaeology, and may do that one day, but we can't make any guarantees. There are some other ideas floating around for moving between archaeology sites more quickly, and we've been brainstorming for rare random events when you're digging or fishing. Our overall goal for these professions is that it shouldn't be too difficult to max out your skill, but catching every fish and finding every artifact should be a long journey. Which, that's exactly what it should be. Um, I, I love the idea about them adding maybe another mini-game in the game. I think that's real cool. Yeah, that would be really neat. And I do like the idea that they were talking about as a quick way to move between um, archaeology 
dig sites. I think that maybe it should be something that once you visited each dig site, you could use some kind of archaeology flying mount to move more quickly between them than you would normally, but say no faster than double the speed of flying there would be. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be that is the worst thing about having art about doing archaeology is the travel time. It'd be nice to have, you know, like uh, the boots of Harrison Ford to make you quickly jump from one node to the next. Yeah, something like that that could definitely, uh, definitely speed up archaeology, especially now that archaeology is becoming almost a necessity with a lot of the uh, bosses in the new dungeons only being able to be summoned by archaeology and also in any of the older heroics or the early cataclysm ones, there are spots that give you a bonus if you have archaeology. And, you know, if you don't have that archaeology maxed out, you're going to be missing out on stuff like that. Yeah. And that's, I could tell they were ramping up for stuff like that in the uh, early cataclysm heroics but i didn't actually think they'd actually make it to where you could actually do a whole different boss just because of it so yeah i think you'll see a lot of people skill up archaeology just because they think they have to so yeah all right let's move right on the next topic remote guild chat and auction house free preview ends yep they finally taken away guild chat from the remote clients, um, we knew it was coming. It was only basically a beta, just so that they could do some stress testing. And now it's back to the way it was before, that anybody who's paying for the uh, remote auction house now actually gets guild chat as well. I won't be paying for it, because even when I had it, I found I really didn't use it that much. But I can see it being really useful for some people who would like to keep in touch with the guild, but can't always get in front of a computer. Yeah, I can see that too. I when I tested it out for a little bit on my Droid phone. I liked it what I did, but it wasn't it's not one of those things I would pay for. I didn't use it that much. So, yes, unfortunately that I don't think we'll see we'll see the traffic like they hope it would. Yeah, the uh the the one thing it was very entertaining for was logging into two characters on your own account and being able to talk between them. Yeah. That was interesting. Alright, well let's move right on to our guild news. We have our first rate kill on the Omnitron defense system. Congrats to all that downed them this past Sunday and looking forward in progressing from here. Yeah, um, we had a real good tight group up on Sunday, everybody knew the fight, and you could actually feel it as we got closer and closer to that drop. We had everything that the gods could do to try and stop us from downing those bosses. We had people um, get stuck in the wrong place. We had people outside the dungeon when the fight started, and we were still getting him down to you know 20 or 30 percent and then we had one round where it was all going perfectly and the power in this end of the universe went out and that meant that uh, we lost two healers and two dps so as you can imagine that was a wipe and then 
I guess that was the last straw, the last thing they could throw at us. And we managed to, on the next pull, to actually down Omnitron. And I'll tell you, now that I have seen the entire fight, there is... There's no kind of burn in that. You want to do it long and slow. There's no kind of enrage timer because that is just a how long can you last fight. Yeah, that really is. So that's really awesome. I know we're not, you know, cutting edge, you know, bleeding from the head raiders, but it is really, really nice to finally get it bossed down. It just makes you really feel good. Well, if other people don't know uh, Needs a Hug isn't, you can always tell them that we are a progression rating guild in the current content because we have progressed. One of 12 is progression. Very, very true. I'm sure we'll get some more of those kills down soon, and I, hopefully I will be in them next time. <laughs> yeah, that is the upside and the downside of our raiding style. Everybody gets to raid, but that doesn't mean everybody gets to raid every time. And the upside of being left out um, of a raid when you don't win the rolls is that uh, the next raid we have, you're guaranteed in on. So since you missed us on Sunday, you'll definitely be in on Wednesday. And to all those people listening that are new to Needs Hug Guild and Podcast, the way we do our raids is anyone can join. We do have, you know, for the fights we go for, we know how many tanks and healers we're going to need. So if you're a tank or a healer, you want in. All you have to do is just win your roll. Same thing with healers and the same thing with DPS. And like Belfel said, if you don't win your roll, you get a free buy for the next for the next raid. So that is the way we do our our raid system since we're a casual guild. Yeah, and uh, anybody who wants to have a higher chance of getting in, uh, if you decide to make a tank or a healer, um, it's usually two tanks and three heals. And if there are only five heals on, you have a better chance than being, you know, one of 16 DPS. So I would encourage everybody to make a tank and a healer to go with your DPS. True, and you can roll, say you don't get a tank spot, and you switch over to your off-spec, the DPS, then you can still roll for a DPS spot. Yep, I have actually, because I have uh, a Paladin and a Warlock, I have personally at one point rolled for uh, a tank spot, a heal spot, and a DPS spot. <laughs> I had nice. three shots at it that night and didn't get into the raid. It was kind of oh, funny. No. That is funny. Well, we've had a lot of people been running the Zul dungeons lately, and a lot of epics have been dropping for them. We have definitely helped people gear up. I know I was searching, looking down through the guild news, and it is just full of purple. Yeah, it's nice to see the purples. Purple fever has yet again descended upon us. Um, we have the 353 purples and uh, some 359s now that we've actually downed a boss or two. And it's looking really good. We're getting everybody geared up. And I would highly encourage people to form up guild groups because um, it's always better to wipe with friends. It's a lot better than a pugget. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we hit some war games on the last Friday Night Fights, and we had a blast. If you weren't there, you missed some good fun. Uh, instead of doing the Raid of Battlegrounds like we tend, like they've tended to do for the Friday Night Fights, I decided that we should try out some war games. And we had a group of ten 
So we split up into uh, two groups of five and did some war games to try them out because we really haven't done them yet. And we did a war song gulch, which was a blast. And we did this, we did two of them. And the battle of Gilneas was the next one, and that one was a close one. Uh, it was just real good fun. I think we probably do a lot more of those war games. So uh, check us out next time. We do the Friday night fights. We do those every other Friday. And if you have any questions, you can email us at needsahug at live.com if you have any questions, and we'll let you know. We um, also, next week, we're going to be doing, or I guess this Friday coming up, we're going to be doing the uh, Nax Run for Achievements. It's our um, retro part of our Retro Dungeon series. So anything with um, level 80 tune or higher, um, this Friday around, I believe, 8 o'clock, we'll all be getting together and going into Naxxramas to down everything we can and get as many achievements as possible. Um, depending on how many people we'll get, we'll either do a 10 or a 25-man run. That's cool. Those are always fun. Oh, yeah. Well, we got a couple of guild achievements this past week. We got the Buddy System, which is win 500 ranked arena matches while in a guild group. I know uh, Aurelia and Wyland and Denai and Gutterball and myself and stuff have been doing arena matches. So we and several other people, and I just didn't know how close we were until Aurelia said, we're only like eight away from hitting this thing. So uh, some of us went in and we finished up that and got that achievement, guild achievement, which was really cool. That's awesome. Uh, we've got a lot of people that have been interested in PvP recently, and it's been really great to see all the PvP achievements start rolling in. For those of us with the PvP ability of Speedy the Snail, um, I think that uh, it's really great that the guild is able to see this stuff. True, true. We also got another another guild achievement. Time to open a restaurant, which is cook 10,000 cataclysmic cooking recipes. Wow. I I always, whenever we get one of these achievements, I can't believe that we've done it. 10,000 Yeah, I know. That's just insane. I I had to look at it twice. I was like, is that a you know, misprint? But nope, it is 10,000 cooking recipes. I feel uh, sorry for Avelina. I I haven't looked in the guild bank for a while, so I just I just have a picture of it just being completely full of food. Yeah, I uh, I can imagine that. Ava does a great job keeping that guild bank clean, but yeah, days like that, I bet it is a pain. Yes. All right, well, let's move right on to our new 85s for the week. We only had one, which was Kologo. Level 85 Druid, and actually one of my alts. He hit 85. So, Congratulations. What are you going to be doing with him? Uh, I don't know yet. My I tend to level them and not do anything with them towards till towards the end of the expansion to where I have my main tune done. So uh, he'll probably be tanking and healing. Excellent. We always can use extra tanks and heals. Well, we don't have any guests for the week, so we'll just move right on into questions. And we got a, another question from Mukhtar. And let's hear what he has to say. Hey guys, it's Mukhtar. I want to ask you about Diablo 3. 
there's a lot of speculation that Blizzard will be releasing it later this year or early next year, and I was wondering whether this was a game that you guys were interested in. I know I'm really excited about it, and what I like the most is that it's going to be connected on Battle.net. So while I'm playing Diablo, I could still be in contact with my friends in the guild, and if they wanted to bring me in for a five-man or a raid, they could just uh, chat with me while I'm playing Diablo, and I could pop over to WoW. I think that's just great. I guess you could say I'll be dabbling in Diablo. <laughs> yes, let's all laugh. Ha, 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 ha. Wait, who said that? Gotta go, guys. Bye. <laughs> so, oh, man, that was awesome. Well, it sounds like Mukhtar has a bit of an AI problem there. But um, as for Diablo, I played the original Diablo way back in the day um, when it was brand new. Uh, to the world, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and the bits that I have seen of Diablo 3 look really good. I have I am a StarCraft 2 player, if not a very particularly good one, and I really do like the fact that people can pull me in uh, off of StarCraft 2 to do a five-man, or if it's, you know, raid time and I've completely lost track, um, they will, you know, whisper me and say, hey, what are you doing? And I think that's such a good idea from Blizzard's point of view to create this entire ecosystem of games that everybody plays and you can message across game. It seems like a really good idea. Yeah, it really is. Um, unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, I probably won't be playing uh, Diablo. Th what is it? Diablo 2? 3. 3? Okay. Um, need be said... I play WoW, and that's the only game I played. Uh, when I took the only other game I ever played was Borderlands, and that's when I actually took a break from WoW. Um, other than that, I am a a, uh, a one game guy, pretty much as you could say. Um, and my problem is, if I get to playing something else, that it would be all I would play, and I wouldn't get anything else done. So uh, I just stick with WoW because I have fun playing it. But uh, it will be nice. I know we. The real, the real ID chat's really nice for uh, that. So yeah, I mean, if somebody else is playing a different game, we can uh, chat at them, even if they're playing that and whatnot. Yeah, just a, a brief little thing on Diablo three. Um, one of the great things about Diablo three is the fact that unlike WoW or actually a lot of games, the dungeons are randomly generated, which gives it massive replayability so that every time you go through the game it's all the dungeons are actually different it's a different design aesthetic than wow wow is a handcrafted game uh, though you may not know it every piece of terrain every uh, model on every character every texture was done by hand we don't have anything procedural in wow um, it's all very finely crafted whereas diablo 3 because it uses this random dungeon system you might come up with some really strange stupid uh dungeon design sometimes but the fact is that you get so many different dungeons it's like if every time you went into utgard keep even though it may have the same bosses, it would be a completely different layout of the inside of the castle. So you can see how that really ups replayability. That, along with its multi-class system and its three-quarter overhead, really gives it a real different feel than uh, Warcraft, than World of Warcraft. So, yeah, I 
I, for one, am really excited. It should be a lot of fun. You know what popped in my head when you were talking about that? Do you remember Nintendo, the original NES? Do you remember the game Excite Bike? Yep. Do you remember the editor in that? Yes. That was so awesome. Yeah, they uh, that game actually spawned was one of like the very first to have player created levels. It was a real forerunner in that. Now most really good high end uh, single player games have a good map editor that a lot of the time even comes with it. Even multiplayer games like StarCraft 2 actually ships with the exact same tools that the devs use to make all the missions. So the mission editors, the map editors, all that stuff you get for free when you buy StarCraft 2. The downside is, of course, that because they're such powerful tools, they're hideously complex. I've made (laughs) the most basic of maps and it still looks like crap. Um, But it, you have all the same tools that they had when they were making the game, which is always really neat. All right. Well, let's move right on into our Say It, Don't Spray it, and then we'll end up wrapping up this quick show. We had Dr. What. He said, congrats, everyone, on downing Omni tonight. Hope this is a sign of raids to come. And then we had Rhea. She said, best wishes go out to Stedman for a speedy and pain-free recovery. Unfortunately, this past week we did have one of our guild guildies, Stedman. He had to go in for surgery. Best wishes and prayers go out to him that for his recovery, that everything goes well. Anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. Well, it looks like my Drake is here for a ride, so I'm just going to go ahead and hop on out of here. And I hope you guys have a great week. Yep, let me get a get a hold of that because if the tank doesn't drop off first, you know we're going to wipe on those trucks again. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night, everyone.